What is up, guys? I'm Maximus Mashner, your host of Max Talk. Now, today we'll be talking about uh, a lot of stuff concerning the NFL, uh, this offseason, where players are going to land, and just a bunch of stuff like that. It's going to be the whole deal. And uh, before we get into this, I just want to uh, apologize about like um, me not uploading for a while. Like Last time I uploaded was in January, and it's February now. So I just want to apologize for that. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to start being consistent again with it. <clears throat> um, there's going to be a lot of bangers coming up because uh, there's going to be a lot of sports stuff going on uh, the next couple months, like All-Star Game, uh, March Madness, off-season NFL, some NBA stuff, like, and then we have the summer, which is the jumbo package of sports stuff, so just get ready for all this, guys. Uh, it's going to be a banger, a banger, um, five, six months until the season start back up again, all right? So let's get into this. Um, here's some topics we're going to be talking about, like, uh, where Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams will be playing next year. <clears throat> What is up with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals? Uh, and will he be the quarterback for them next year? Or will he be wearing a different uniform and be the uh, new starting quarterback for a different team? What's next for the Saints after the Alvin Kamara incident? Who they want to be their next running back and who they will pursue in their uh, to be their next quarterback? What's next for Baker Mayfield after a disappointing season and his opinions on Kevin Stefanski? What's next for Gronk after his eye-opening comment about playing with Joey Franchise and what are the effects of it? Um... Who Tampa Bay will pursue in the draft or free agency to be their next quarterback and franchise guy? And what Christian McCaffrey's next move is after his second injured season and how his talent is getting wasted? Alright guys, let's let's get into this. Well first, let's start off with Aaron Rodgers and Vontae Adams and where they will be playing next season. Well, there have been some very interesting things said and things that have happened. Well, the biggest thing is the Packers offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, is now the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. Whoa, that's crazy! Well, that says a lot because Aaron and Devontae are the best on the duo in the NFL, in my opinion. I mean, you could argue that Stafford and Cup are, or Mahomes and Tyreek are. But it's just it's just saying that, like, Devontae and Aaron, they have strived off of Nathaniel Hackett's uh, play calling and off the schemes and play calls. So that just says a lot. So with pick, uh, with um, Nathaniel Hackett leaving for, De- for Denver, Aaron and Devontae no longer have an elite offensive play caller. So what do I think will happen next for Aaron, Roger- Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams' career? Well, Rodgers has openly said that he doesn't want to test the Rodgers free agency. And also, he has said that he, he's kind of waiting on a decision and, like, what he's going to do next. So, there's two, high, two sides to this whole scandal. Well, the Packers overall have one of the best teams in the NFL. <clears throat> and the Broncos overall have one of the brighter teams and younger teams in the NFL. They just need the right quarterback. And maybe some offensive line help. Well, Aaron Rodgers just won MVP after an incredible season. And it's, not, and it's even more crazy that he won it. It after the whole scandal of him potentially not playing for the Packers this year, and after the most embarrassing game of his career, where he threw through three interceptions and lost to the Saints in a blowout loss in Week One of the season, so it's crazy. And also, Devontae had one of his best uh, seasons. I do have to admit, his twenty twenty season was <clears throat> better than this year's season, but still, he had an amazing season. And that was still iffy too if he would <clears throat> like not play either because Aaron Rodgers was his buddy. Alright, so what do I think will happen? Well, Aaron Rodgers, he's 38 years old. <clears throat> he has maybe two or three, maybe even four years left in him. And he's going to spend it playing with the franchise that drafted him. So I have him staying with the Packers. The team that drafted him, his home, the team he's always played for, right? And not only is A-Rod going to be the Packers quarterback, he's also going to be their GM. Because this offseason, he's going to make some incredible, crazy changes to the roster. And get what he wants. Maybe some new offensive linemen, a second option to Devontae and some new defensive players, all right? The prodigy was true. Brett Favre was really upset when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, and Aaron Rodgers probably is going to be better than him. He's way better than Brett Favre ever was. So let's go, baby. 
Now, for the Broncos, they have a super young team, and if they get the right man under center, they can be successful. <coughs> successful. <coughs> Excuse me. They can be successful because no offense, because uh, new offense, no offense uh, under Teddy B's control is going to work. But he wasn't the right fit for the Broncos. And Drew Locke, well, yeah, it's Drew Locke. Was there any thought he would be a great quarterback? No, there was. So what I think the Broncos will do is they either go, go after a quarterback in free agency, like maybe Deshaun Watson, if he ever gets out of his stupid law scandal, and the freaking, I don't know, what was it? Massage, par- massage, massage parlor. Uh, they could maybe go after, I don't know, a couple other guys. Or they could draft, like, maybe Matt Carell, Desmond Raider, or Kenny Pickett. So we'll just see what happens. Now let's move on to the next top- topic, and that's what's up with Mr. K1, Kyler Murray, and, it, and if he will be wearing a car- Cardinals jersey next year. <clears throat> well, the thing that spooked this all up was Kyler Murray sudden- suddenly all involved the Cardinals a couple weeks ago on Instagram and deleted all of his posts. So that's kind of strange. Like, why would he do that in... Another kind of strange thing happened where the Cardinals deleted all their posts and just have two uh, two of Kyler Murray. So this is just kind of all strange. Oh, here's my theory. <clears throat> Kyler, for the past three years, has done everything in his power to try to bring the Cardinals to the Super Bowl. His first season as a rookie <clears throat> wasn't that great. He was just trying to get a feel for the NFL, and the Cardinals were still really bad. But in 2020, he did great <clears throat> uh, with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and he, he's really starting to get his stride again for the NFL. But their record was the problem. Then this year, they had a really good record. They went on a seven-game winning streak, and they were a really good team. And they made the playoffs, but they got eliminated by the Rams when they were when they were very close to making it to the Super Bowl. I mean, Kyler did throw two interceptions, two interceptions, had a very bad play where David Long intercepted it from in on him on the three-yard line. It got a pick six, but also the Cardinals' safety dropped a wide-open interception that could have been the turning point in the game. But that did not happen. That but that did not happen. So the Cardinals were kind of in a mumbo jumbo kind of phase, just like not playing that well the past couple the last couple games of the season and um, in uh, the playoffs. So what will Kyler do next? Well, he clearly wants out of Arizona and wants to play quarterback for another team. So here are some straight scenarios I think are good for Kyler. And he has any released a statement about like him, like just wanting to play, wanting, to, wanting him to play, like just, he just wanted to play. Like it, it was weird on Instagram. I, I forgot uh, what he said, but it was just like he, um he just wanted to play. Or something like that. I don't know, but that, he's just—he's saying—he's saying something to the Cardinals. He's like, "Man, I don't want to be in Arizona anymore." All right, so here's some trade scenarios that I think could um happen. The Saints trade their first-round pick <clears throat> plus Jamie's Woodson in return for Kyler. <clears throat> the Bucks trade their first-round pick plus their 2023 first-round pick in return for Kyler. The Colts offer their first-round pick plus Carson Woodson in return for Kyler. The Panthers offer the Panthers offer their first-round pick, their 2023 first-round pick, and Sam Darnold in return for Kyler Murray. And Titans trade Ryan Tannehill and their first round pick in return for Kyler. Now, where do I think he'll end up? Well, it's hard to say, but I think he'll end up demanding a trade and going to the Saints with his buddy D Hop because D Hop isn't going to be on a team with with Defensive Player of the Year Jimmy's Winston. So I think he would demand a trade too and go to New Orleans with Kyler Murray. That's going to make my boy Josh Mushers very happy and probably turn the Saints franchise upside down after a very disappointing season this year. Then the Saints. Uh, we'll have a team um, consisting of Kyler D. Hop, Sli- Kyler Murray, D. Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, Slant Boy, Michael Thomas, and Alvin Kamara. Oh, wait. I forgot. Alvin Kamara is in jail. Oh, my gosh. That is a... Whoa. That's eye-opening comment, all right? That brings us to our next topic. <clears throat> and that is what... And that is what will... Oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. I haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks. I'm trying to get my words right. Uh, 
That brings us to our next topic, and that is what will the Saints do after Alvin Kamara got arrested and who the next running back will be? Well, they're, well first, they're going to release him, so they're not going to trade him for another superstar running back. I mean, <clears throat> even if they could, no team would, would want him. That's just like what the NFL does. So if someone gets arrested or gets in trouble, <clears throat> like you just don't take him. So will the, what will the Saints do? Well, they're going to have to test the waters of free agency and get their next charge running back because, <clears throat> I mean, they just start, traded a lot to get Kyler Murray. So here's some notable free agent running backs that they could get. Sorry, guys. Let me take a sip of my water real quick. All right. Yeah, water's good. Uh, so here are some notable free agent running backs that they could get. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Cordell Patterson, James Conner, and Philip Lindsay. So what do I think they'll... Who do, they, who do I think they'll get? I think they try to get Melvin Gordon, okay? I know he isn't as good as when he was a Charger, but he still had a very predictive 2021 season, and I think he can continue that in 2022. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and I think Melvin Gordon can strive um, with Kyler Murray as, like, he... Because he's a good receiving back. And he's a really powerful running back, and he can be some uh, somewhat elusive. So I think the Saints are in good hands with this, uh, with this team, but they do need to upgrade their defense just a little bit. <clears throat> uh, maybe get a second round draft pick. Uh, maybe a guy like, I don't know. Uh, uh I don't know. DeMarcus Overshone or something like that. And also they need to upgrade their offensive line because they, Ryan Ramshack can't get, can't do it all in his own. All right. Now let's talk about what Baker Mayfield's next move is after a very disappointing 2021 season and maybe <clears throat> his thoughts on Kevin Stefanski. So on my old podcast, you know I'm right, I discussed my MVP heads for the 2021 season, and Baker was one of them, he was in top 5. The reason I had him on there was because he had one of the best seasons of his career in 2022, where he threw for 3,563 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 8 interceptions, and leading the Browns to the playoffs in a long time, like they they almost beat the Chiefs in the second round too. So it was crazy. Uh, Well, after this kind of season, you would expect him to do even better than the next season well that is exactly what did not happen what if i but what if i told you it wasn't all of his fault because kevin stefanski and alex van pell have horrible offensive schemes that's why they made obj look washed and blamed it all on baker mayfield like i don't think baker mayfield's gonna want to play for kevin stefanski even though i think a couple uh weeks ago he's like all right yeah i let's i'm gonna get my surgery on his knee or whatever and i'm gonna run it back with kevin stefanski like I don't think he's going to want him to do that. Like, it's just, like, really bad. Like, yeah, I don't think that's a great decision. All right? Baker Mayfield has good passing skills. He just never gets to use them because he's always throwing deep balls every play because that's what Kevin's the best he wants. And it doesn't work. That's why everyone thinks Baker is trash. But he's not. He is a good elite quarterback. He just needs to show the fans and NFL and the world it, but he just needs to be on the good team. Now, Baker has the talent to do great things and lead the team. He has that underdog mentality. He just needs to, the right coach staff and the right receiving core. So with that being said, here's some teams I could visually uh, see trading uh, see trading for Baker. Dolphins trade Tua straight up for Baker. The Colts trade Carson Witch straight up for Baker. The Cardinals trade their first round pick for Baker. And yeah, that's it. Now, what? here's what I think will happen. <clears throat> Baker's going to do the Dolphins, all right? Baker's going to the Dolphins, all right? Okay, I'm going to be the first one to predict this. Okay, Baker's going to say, man, Cleveland... Freak y'all. Y'all is wasting my talent, and he's going to go to a good offensive team with basically with a basically speedy young receiver in Jalen Waddle, who's very under underrated and elite. Um he was the second <clears throat> besides if Jamar Chase didn't exist, Jalen Waddle would have been the best rookie receiver this season. 
um, he, he's also going to get to throw to an underrated playmaker tight end in Mike Kosicki, one of the best tight ends this year. Plus a very, I mean, very, 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 I could go on with these very, very underrated defense. And Baker will finally get to show off his true talent. Uh, and I think the Dolphins can uh, really make the playoffs this year and maybe even go to the Super Bowl And um, with Baker, right? I think I really see that happen. And I tell you, right now on this podcast, it's what? It's what, like February 16th, <clears throat> 17th, <clears throat> or 18th? I'm telling you right now, it's 6.15 on uh, Wednesday. Baker Mayfield is going to the Dolphins. Marking it right here on the Max Talk, right? Let's go, baby. Now let's talk about who the next quarterback is going to be under center for the Bucks in 2022. So in my opinion, they could get a guy like Teddy Bridgewater or James Winston or even Deshaun Watson, <clears throat> um, and or if he gets out of his legal trouble, and they could get those guys. <clears throat> they could slowly build up some more star talent. They could go. They could go like uh, eight and seven a couple years, or uh, six and or six and ten a couple years, just to kind of get like the feel of what is without being Tom Brady. Um, but they're not going to go that road. Like they need a fresh start. And be a 9-7 team for maybe a year or two once they get their rookie quarterback into the system. Now, this year's quarterback class, yeah, that's what I said. This year's quarterback class, they're going to draft a rookie, all right? This year's quarterback class is loaded with elite guys like Matt Carell, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, Malik Willis, Brock Purdy, and even a very underrated prospect in Bailey Zapp. Zappy or whatever. Now, the Bucs have the 27th pick in this year's draft. And that is ways down from where these quarterbacks might get picked because these guys are high prospects. But there are so many other skilled players in this draft class <clears throat> that the quarterback position might not get taken right away. <clears throat> so here's here, who's here. So who's here? I think the Bucks will take. They take Desmarder. He's the most NFL-ready quarterback in the draft, and the Bucks may have to try to up to get him, or he might fall down there because you never know about the NFL draft. I think Ritter fits perfect in the Bucks' offense, and I can't wait to see what the duo of Ritter and Mike Evans will do next season. Now for Gronk and his comment about about playing with Joey franchise, I think honestly. It's a good move if Gronk does end up signing with, or requesting a trade to Cincinnati. He's still only 32, 32 years old, and it showed us that he can still be a good player in the NFL. Uh, but that might change since he will no longer be trashy passing from the goat himself from Tom Brady. Well, there might be, uh, well that, well there might be some like I don't know, just some uh, whole scandal there. But the thing is, Gronk. The thing Gronk needs right now is a fresh start, and I think he ends up with Cincinnati in the offseason, and maybe he can be a key guy for the Megos making another Super Bowl run in 2022. All right, I need to take another sip of my water. <clears throat> I really scratched the throat, guys. All right. Yeah, I think I think Gronk needs to go to Cincinnati. It's just, yeah, I think that's what's best for him. Uh, now, the next topic and our final topic is about CMC, a.k.a. Chris McCaffrey, <clears throat> and what his next move is after yet another injured season and wasted year. So what CMC is thinking right now? So what is CMC, so what is CMC thinking right now? Well, CMC coming out of college was probably the most shiftiest white running back I'd ever seen. And for his first three seasons, he was amazing. And in 2019, he was the best running back in the NFL and won off the play of the year. And he just had an amazing, amazing highlight reel. Now, going into 2020, and into the 23 season, CMC got injured in week two and had to miss the whole season. All right, it's just an injured season. All right, it's just normal. Then he came back strong in his first three games back from his injury this season. But then again, early on in the season, he injured himself again, and it was his and it was his knee again or his ACL or whatever. It just, he injured the same spot of his body. Now two years in a row with an injury, 
is a little too much. And the Panthers are so focused on getting their franchise quarterback. They're not even focused on getting their franchise running back. So blockers to freaking let CMC strive, all right? So what is CMC thinking right now? Well, he's thinking he wants to still have an amazing career and um, have some blockers run behind. So I think he demands a trade and goes to an elite team. So here are some teams I think need a guy like CMC can trade in and have enough stuff to trade for him. The Dolphins, the Rams, the Bills, and the Kansas City Chiefs. <clears throat> now, the Dolphins just got Baker. So, right, they so they had to give up their first-round pick plus. So, they, they have to give up a whole lot. But maybe they can still get him. Here's what I think they do. I think they, they I think they give up their first-round pick plus Miles Gaskin, Gaskin and Philip Lindsay for CMC. <clears throat> Um, the Rams would give up Cam Akers or CMC for first CMC. The Bills would give up Devin Singletary plus their first round pick for CMC. And the Chiefs would give up Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and their first round pick for CMC. <clears throat> now, what do I think? Now, who do I think gets CMC? Well, it's going to be the Dolphins. Okay, 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 okay. I know what you're thinking. Oh, you're just letting the Dolphins, like, get all these hypothetical scenarios. Well, it's going to be true, guys. CMC was going to go to the Dolphins, all right? There is just something about the Dolphins that just... <laughs> Makes you say that is a star team just waiting to win a Super Bowl. Like, they have so much potential, it's insane. So, they get CMC, and he can finally be on a winning team and be the Dolphins' superstar offensive weapon, all right? Now, for the final topic of this segment, I forgot about this. I didn't tell you guys about it because it just happened. So, there's two things about this, and they're both about the Super Bowl. <clears throat> first, first, let's go. Let's go, baby. My prediction was correct. I knew Stafford wouldn't win a Super Bowl. I knew he'd rally it. To the challenge, I knew he won the Super Bowl, and I knew Cup Cooper Cup White Chocolate would win the Super Bowl MVP. Let's go, baby! I know you. I marked it on my last episode. Let's go, baby! Now the next, now the next thing is about the Bengals and what their next move is after a close loss in a very awesome game. So first off, I would, I would, I would hate to be Apple, Eli Apple, right now because boy, that sold. He sold so hard. He sold a bag. He literally freaking went to the Dollar Tree and sold a freaking bag. Like that's how bad he did. It's just. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, Eli Apple. He's probably getting so so much hate right now. Uh, and he, he did it in front of the whole United States. Like, dang, that's that's tough. And also, the offensive, offensive line, like, for the Bengals, like, hey, guys, did y'all ever wake up for the Super Bowl? My gosh, they could not block for Joey Franchise. He got he got, he got got sacked, like, double digits that game. And the thing is, that is super sad. The play that Aaron Donald got the game-winning <coughs> sack to secure, <coughs> to secure the um, uh, Super Bowl, for uh, the Rams, Jamar Chase had beat Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey was on the field. He had fell over and was wide open on a streak. Bro, imagine if the Bengals had Trent Williams or Quentin Nelson or if freaking um, Zach Martin. If Joe Burrow had them blocking for him, the Bengals would have won that Super Bowl. <clears throat> Straight facts. So what are the Bengals' moves this offseason? Well, they have the 30th pick in the draft. Uh, thir- the, actually, the 30, uh, first pick in, in the draft. So in the draft, so they could very well drafting off the lineman like Tyler Lunderbaum out of Iowa, who's a big, strong center. Or they could trade Jonah Williams for an elite lineman like Joella Bitonio, David DiCascio, Taylor Ruan, or Trent Brown to all block for Joey Franchise. Or they could go big or go home, trade the first-round pick and second-round pick, plus Jonah Williams for Quentin Nelson and maybe like a, a guy like Taylor Ruan. That would tremendously upgrade their offensive line. Now, for their cornerbacks, they need to release Eli Apple. He does not deserve... Like, he sold so hard, he does not deserve to be on the Bengals and repping that number 20 on the Bengals. <clears throat> so, they have two other good DBs in Cheetah Bay, Awuzie, and Mike Hilton, but they need a guy who, <clears throat> who they can depend on and make plays for them in that, and when it matters. That's why I think they either draft um, uh, Hamid Gardner or Carol Elm to the best quarterback prospects in this <clears throat> uh, year, year's draft, or they trade 
uh, for someone like Marlon Humphrey, J.C. Jackson, or Marshawn Lattimore. I think that can happen, guys, and I think the Bakers, uh, the Bengals can rebound uh, significantly in 2022, especially if they get your if they can if they can get Gronk. Imagine Joey franchise, Joe Mixon, <clears throat> Gronk, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, bro. That is and, a, and plus a good offensive line. That is a good team. All right, guys, thanks for t- tuning into this episode of the Max Talk. Sorry I didn't upload for two weeks, but I'm back now. So let's get ready for some beggars. Peace.